What's going on, guys? Hey, it's Anthony, and you're listening to the Culture Jack Podcast. It is Monday Madness. Thank you so much for tuning in to the podcast. Today, we are just going to play a little bit of catch-up. I have been super busy over the last week, but i got some exciting stuff to share with you and talk about with you today. So, again, thanks for tuning in to the podcast. Take a moment, hit that share, subscribe, comment, review, do all those things for us. We greatly appreciate it. Uh, yeah, man, we're coming into fall here, and I'm, I've been trying to get some shit done around the house and uh, some stuff done with the kids and the, and the wife and everything, and I had an opportunity. We finally uh, jumped on it. We shot down to Vegas, the wife and I. The kids stayed home. Um, this has been something kind of uh, in the running for quite a while. We have had several plans over the last two years. <clears throat> and this is the first time it actually panned out for us. So we uh, decided to, yeah, shoot down to Vegas. Now, um, kind of leading up to Vegas, just to kind of bring you guys up to speed, I uh, got a couple of my projects done here and sold uh, sold a couple of vehicles, thank God. Because they were uh, blocking up the side of my yard, they've been sitting here for over a year. So I kind of uh, pulled the pulled the stops off, and uh, over the last several weeks, I've busted my ass and uh, got rid of some stuff, which was awesome. Um, what else did I do in preparation? So I got rid of some stuff. Um, I've been moving some stuff around at the house, trying to get rid of more more and more um, items going into this fall into early spring. You'll hear me talk about that quite a bit, so I'm sure uh, that's not going away anytime soon. Um, One interesting thing that came up is the whole Dave Chappelle thing. So if you're not familiar with the Netflix Dave Chappelle situation that arose, uh, the some of the staff and team members at Dave, uh, at Netflix said that they were going to walk and they were going to strike and they were going to do all these things if Netflix did not take down Dave Chappelle's closer due to um, some comments and stories and uh, essentially him being insensitive and uh, they didn't like the, the, the way that he discussed uh, transgender and a bunch of other things. Okay, there is a shitload of articles if you're interested in catching up on this. Um, So long story short, I, uh, of course, had to load the Dave Chappelle special, which is called Closer on the iPad, because I knew I was going to be stuck on a fucking plane forever to go from uh, my house down to uh, Las Vegas. So I loaded that and a handful of other movies and whatnot. We'll talk about those in a in a short while. Um, but Dave Chappelle to me is, is, is one of the goats. He's referred to that by so many different people. He's an incredible creative mind, an incredible stand-up comedian. He, his body of work just speaks for itself. Now, one interesting thing, one interesting takeaway, because I read all these articles before watching it. Um, my wife does not like stand-up comedy. Um, and it sucks. So I, uh, try to try to save some of that stuff for when she's not here or if I'm uh, out doing something, uh, traveling or what have you, I'll catch up. And in this case, that's what the plan was. So the 
interesting thing to me about this and many other things, right, is a I I do uh, honestly believe and support freedom of speech. While saying that, I also believe that while I don't think we should be censored, I do think that we have to make conscious decisions about what we're saying about our audience and about what we're uh, what what kind of content you're making for what form right now. I I believe that if you're a comedian, <clears throat> that yeah, you should be able to get away with more more crazy shit um, than the average show. Why why do I say that? Because it's a part of your fucking craft. It's what you're doing. Okay, it's the same thing. Like, can a guitar player get away with playing whatever guitar riff he wants to play because he's fucking a guitar player? I think so. Can a singer get away with singing? a country song or a, or, and then jump over to rap or whatever. I think so. Um, and, and in the case of a comedian or an actor or an actress or whatever, um, if you don't like them personally, if you don't like their, their production, if you don't like their qualities, if you don't like the laundry list of things that you may not like about a person, then don't fucking go and see them. Don't watch their content. We are in a we are in a world right now to where you have endless possibilities of content to consume. You literally do. If you want to listen to a podcast, there's thousands of podcasts out there. If you want to watch a movie or a TV show or a YouTube video or a short media form between Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, YouTube. Uh, HBO, Disney, fucking Hulu, and the list can go on and on. There is literally hundreds of thousands, if not millions and billions of hours worth of content available. Um, so with that being said, <clears throat> those that have these bold opinions and that are trying to justify their opinion by wrecking other people I have a fucking problem with, I, I really find uh, it, it distasteful. I find that, yes, if you have an opinion, you know, it's well within your means and rights to share that opinion. Um, your beliefs are the same, everything else. Fine. Great. But to go out of your way to, especially in this case, like to, to strike because you didn't like this, he's not being sensitive. Well, where the fuck are the lines these days? I listen to quite a few podcasts. I listen to uh, and watch a bunch of YouTube videos. And a majority of it are by content creators or uh, actors or entrepreneurs or high-level people. And one of the interesting things, and then I'll get back to my trip and we'll get back on point here, is a lot of these people do this comparison to where it's like, man... Uh, most recently I was listening to, I think it was called the victory podcast. Um, but I've been listening to Jay Piven, which is Jeremy Piven. And they've been talking a lot about entourage, the TV show. If you're not familiar with that, check that out. It's on HBO. Um, anyways, there's often a conversation with guests that bring up entourage because J, you know, Jay Piven was, was a, and is a character <clears throat> on, uh, entourage. And, and he was, you know, kind of a controversial controversial fella and whatnot in the show. Okay. And Ari, you know, he was a very eccentric vocal, um, 
said some derogatory things to his to his uh, his uh, helper and, and 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 all these things, right? But that, it's a character. But it's often brought up: Would this be accepted now? And there's a lot of he and ha. I'm like, oh man, you know the stuff that you said, and people are too sensitive. I I find it to be kind of bullshit. You know, and there was conversations and I can't remember who uh, Jeremy Piven's guest was on one of the episodes. It, you know, they talked about it and it's like, no, I think people are seeking this now. I think we hit the that pinnacle ride of inappropriate and sensitivity and all of these things in which which we still see today. But I think some people seek the the reality. Some people seek the raw and grittiness that comes with some of these shows and comes with, you know, especially comedy specials and comes with this, that, and the other. And I'm not going to go through a laundry list of possibilities, but it's an interesting time because now that there's platforms available for people to vocalize their opinions, their feelings and everything in between. And there's also the opportunity to band, build a community, right, wrong, or, or, uh, right, wrong, or indifferent. Um, it allows the platforms to essentially have people that, that will get an audience or have an audience or, and some don't. Okay. Let me be clear. Some, some, (laughs) some people don't have an audience, but they're going to go fucking troll people or whatever. But the interesting thing to me about it is why are you going to waste all of your energy on all of this like in, in the Dave Chappelle closer case to t- prove a point that he was insensitive or he was, just, I watched the show on my way to Vegas. I laughed my ass off. I was trying to be aware and trying to catch what was so insensitive. What was so wrong? Where was his wrongdoing? And I couldn't find it. I could see how people could have cringed at some of the some of the uh, jokes and some of the stories and some of the punchlines and whatnot. I can see that, but I can see that with a lot of fucking comedians. I can see that with movies and actors and actresses and and directorial decisions and this and that. However, what I can't see and what I'm having a hard time swallowing in this situation is why a band of people would say take this down or we're gonna strike now. My hat is off to Netflix because the CEO of Netflix said, no, we're not taking this down. And I think in this case, it was the right thing to do. Now, keep in mind that everybody's going to have their own fucking story. Everybody's going to have their own opinion. Everybody's going to like this or not like this. Everybody's going to have their version. I thought this was funny. I thought that was stupid. I, I like this animation versus that animation or the animation sucked. And while some others may, the action in this movie sucked, the uh, audio, the cinematography, this, that, and the other sucks. So it's fucking the worst movie ever. Well, there's hundreds and millions of other people that don't think that. Okay. And while it is okay to have an opinion and it is okay to voice that opinion, I do believe that understanding the forum and, and allowing for, uh, some of the creative and and some of the stories to be told and, and be left the fuck alone. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't want to go off on a tangent on that. that. That wasn't my point of bringing it up. It was just a thing that has resonated with me for the last couple of weeks. And it kind of bothered me 
Um, and I had genuine, genuine interest because a, I've watched every Dave Chappelle show, stand up live show, and I'm going to continue to, um, for as long as he's making them. And I don't, I just have a hard time, I guess, processing that he got all this fucking flack for what? Now I, I, you know, I don't know what those guys are, or are, uh, what they were thinking or what their situation is personally. But to me, there's comedians I fucking hate. Okay. That I will not watch, but I know that because why I gave them a whirl. I don't like their style. And guess what? I'm okay with that dudes. Uh, there's plenty of guys and gals that are fucking extremely talented. And me as a consumer, I'm like, Hey, I appreciate their level of ability. I appreciate the work that they put in. However, it's not my flavor and I'm going to move the fuck on. <laughs> so that's my take on it and mine alone. I just had to share that because it, 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 it was fucking bothering me. So anyways, let's get back to, let's get back to Vegas. So um, as mentioned, my wife and I have had plans for the last couple of years with the family, without the family. And a lot of them have fallen through. Um, I have, uh, I, I've had some family members that, that were ill and some situations on that side that, that are still up in the air on trying to visit and, and whatnot. Um, we, we had a couple of vacations planned that fell through and, uh, given the opportunity, we took it, we said, fuck it. Um, I, w- I was fortunate enough to have some comp rates on a hotel and this, that, and the other. And it was like, let's go down to Vegas. Let's go have a fun time and, uh, let's go do some shit. So again, Loaded up the uh, iPads with some content and, you know, packed pretty lightly, rented a car and off we went. <clears throat> now, we'll say traveling in the airport with a mask on while it's fucking hot and, and all of that, it, it is still not that comfortable. I did it 100%. <clears throat> okay, I followed the rules 100%, um, but it's not the most comfortable situation, in my opinion. Now, <clears throat> we uh, flew out in into the evening in which I have not done in a very long time <laughs> and it fucking kicked my ass for those that fly on red eyes holy shit um didn't get sleep the day before uh, our flight was at one o'clock in the morning so we got to the airport early of course went through security did all that shit packed up some uh went to the store the Hudson News or whatever the fucking <clears throat> grocery slash magazine selling places grab some stuff because our connecting flight was really really tight so it was like fuck we better buy some water buy some snacks and let's get through this so off we went took a nap watched the Chappelle movie you know made our way down we get down there we go uh, we have to jump on a bus cruise over to the uh, rental car area we do we get our rental car which is Oh, it's so, just so funny to me whenever, because I've rented cars all over the U.S. It's just so funny to me because it's like, here's the line. Now, choose any car in the in the line here, but it has to be in this line. So we we chose a car. It was first car in the line. It was a freaking Ford Edge, which is a midsize SUV. And it's important that I explain this because there's a situation that arose that was fucked up. That I'll explain here in a few minutes. <clears throat> Anyways, we get the car. We uh, stop at a uh, little quickie mart up the street from the. Rental car place, we do this all the time. This is a travel tip for those um, that are traveling, especially to hotter climates, warmer climates. If you get a rental car, go to a fucking gas station, go to a quickie mart, 
Go buy yourself a pack of water for like six bucks, eight bucks. Throw it in the car. That way you have water. Stay hydrated the whole time. Take it to your hotel room. If you're staying with family, bring it into your family's house. Drink a fuckload of water. And if you if there's snacks and other necessities that you'd like to get, that's your opportunity to get it. Get it out of the gate. You don't have to fuck around for your whole trip. It's a solid investment. Believe me. I spent six dollars and like eighty five cents on a twelve pack of water. We consume or no, it was a shit. I think it was actually a twenty four pack of water. We consumed half of it, and then we donated the rest to the uh, the rental car people, which solid investment because I'm not hunting around and paying two or three bucks a bottle of water. Had it the whole time, and I was happy with it. Anyways, I do that every time I travel. If I've got a rental car, even when I uh, travel for work or I'm traveling alone, I do the same thing. I probably won't. I generally don't buy that big of a pack if it's me alone, but if it's six or eight bucks, who you know, whose loss is it? So anyways, we do that. <clears throat> now, the hotel we were staying in, I paid for early check-in because we got, uh, we were getting into Vegas early. Okay, so again, we've been up all night. Um, little bit of sleep. Uh, life's good though. I mean, it's fucking like 70 degrees at 8 30, 9 o'clock in the morning. We get the rental car. That's easy. Go get water and shit. That's easy. Uh, there was an outlet mall there. We went and did the outlet mall for a little bit and was like, Hey, you know what? We're supposed to be able to check in. I think it was at 11. Let's, uh, head to the hotel on the strip and, uh, go get the shit out of the car, go check into the hotel. And then we can f- kind of figure out stuff from here. So we get down there and they're like, oh, we're so sorry. Uh, uh, we couldn't do your early check-in. It's like, okay, so you're refunding me the 50 bucks. Yes. Okay, so when can we check in? Check back at one, but check-in is at three. But some most of the time we can get you in at one. Okay, <clears throat> no problem. So we're, we're in Vegas. And again, you have to wear your mask. Uh, to be clear, before I continue telling this story, I washed my hands and sanitized enough to fucking get three men drunk over the course of the three days I was there. Okay. All the fucking time. All right. Mask on all the time, trying to distance as much as you can as often as I can. So safety protocols are taken into play. Okay. Let's get that out of the way. So anyways, we fucking walk around and stuff and it's nice, man. I mean, it's, it's 75 degrees. Uh, it's just nice. It's nice to get, you know, a little tired. Sure. Um, but it's just nice to get out. It, being essentially stuck at home for uh, the last year and a half, other than work assignments and and whatnot. It was just nice to get out. So we, we, we walk around, we go get lunch, we, you know, do our thing. We get back to the hotel about 245, three o'clock, we go back, stand in line. I uh, go up to the, the, the hostess or the uh, person at the counter. Checking back into my room. Uh, your room's still not ready. I'm like, my room's still not ready. It's fucking almost three. And it's like minutes away from three at this point. I'm like, what? Well, I mean, like, I I, I want to check in. And so the lady, you know, fucks around. And then she uh, she works it out. And she switches my room, which is cool. Okay. So we switch rooms. <clears throat> and... Uh, Life is good. It's like, okay, so we go get our luggage, all that stuff. We unpack our stuff, kind of freshen up a little bit because you're feeling kind of worn, <laughs> a little bit worn at this point and funky. So we we clean up and uh, we go downstairs uh, 
bullshit for a little bit. My wife and I call the kids, do FaceTime, all that shit. And it's like, hey, let's go, let's go get out in the car. It's still a little bit early. I think it was like four-ish at this point. Four, four thirty. Like, hey, let's go shoot up to the mall. There's a couple things we we collectively wanted to look at for the kids, for us, all this. Oh, okay, cool. Load up in the car. And so it's like four, th- I think it was like four, th- four-ish at this point. We get out. I got the GPS going in the car. <clears throat> I uh, am in, again, a Ford Edge midsize SUV. We're flying up I-15. Okay, so and if you're not familiar with the Las Vegas area, I-15 is a major interstate. It's the main highway. It's par- runs almost parallel to the strip. It's your connected hub. It goes fucking everywhere. And pretty big, pretty big interstate there. So we're heading north on this. And I'm I get off the off ramp that I was on and I'm cruising and cruising and cruising. I'm trying to speed up and trying to speed up. Well, I hit 55 and 65 and I'm trying to go. And, and if you've ever been in a fucking car when something's not going right and I'm like throttling, it's like, and I'm looking at it and it's not the RPMs, which is the transmission. Cause I can see it. It's shifting gears. Okay. But I'm losing power. Okay. Gas is full. And then all of a sudden, my oil pressure is looking fucked up. And then all of a sudden, my oil light comes on. And I'm four lanes to the left. And this is, at this point, I think it's like six or seven lanes of of traffic here. And it's fucking busy because guess what? At this point, it's almost 430, which, just like everywhere, between about 330 and about 7 o'clock in any populated area, it's fucking busy because of 5 o'clock traffic. So... <clears throat> start losing power and i'm like oh fuck and i try to throttle it back up and i'm like fuck and guess what i'm not going over 55 at this point i'm going 45 40 i'm like oh fuck slap my blinkers on i ended up making my way through traffic without it being some crazy show um but weave my way through traffic i have no fucking power at this point, make it all the way to the shoulder on a freeway, which again is not a pleasant time. And uh, lo and behold, it's dead. Okay, so I made it onto the shoulder, fortunately, but there's a concrete barrier on my right. There is 65, 70 mile an hour traffic to the left outside of my door. And a uh, long story short, guys, we uh, safely made it on the side. Unfortunately, we had to call the uh, rental company's uh, recovery hotline, deal with them. We were on the phone with them for over an hour on the side of this freeway. Uh, It was actually more like an hour and a half, damn near two hours. We had three Lyft drivers that were supposed to come and pick us up on a tow truck that was dispatched to get the car. All three Lyft drivers refused to pick us up after they were dispatched. We had a fourth Lyft driver that was dispatched that didn't make it. So we uh, we also, I also determined what the problem was because I had to get out of the car, which if you never stood on the side of a fucking interstate during rush hour, it ain't fun. It's not fun. It was pretty fucking dangerous. The oil filter on our Ford Edge blew off the car. The, let, me, let me say it again. The oil filter on my rental car literally blew off the car. And how do I know that? A, there was a fucking long ass trail of oil. B, I saw the detached oil filter stuck in the uh, 
engine compartment with oil everywhere. <laughs> so I'm going to say that motor is fucking shot. So anyways, um, you know, we kept going back and forth. We were very fortunate that the tow driver, the tow truck drivers were like, dude, they were, they were the ones that called the fourth lift and like, dude, they're not coming, man. You know what we'll do? Let's hook up to this thing. Where are you guys going? Explain where we're going. We're going back to the rental car place. Um, and they're like, listen, okay, we'll, we'll get you guys back there. We'll just drive you back. Cause no one's going to come off the freeway to pick you up. And I'm like, that's fucking, that's great. Okay. Thank you very much. Very, very nice guys. Uh, offered us water, all of this. So all said and done, it was 7.30-ish, 7.45. By the time we got a new rental car, we wasted over three hours on the side of the fucking highway our first day in Vegas. Um, you know, into the evening, we had great dinner that night. We, you know, we tried to recover as best as we could. We were fucking tired as shit. Um, slept it off. You know, the next day, uh, I had some work stuff to do in the morning. And then uh, off to the races, we went cool thing that we did do the next day we did we did several cool things i mean obviously we're doing a little bit of gambling here and there um throughout the trip we're walking the strip we're going into the shops and and just doing doing the whole thing i mean it's it's a fun time i've been to vegas several times at this point in my life and uh, i enjoy it every time i i like getting out and i like uh, the weather there and seeing the sights and everything between incredible food um, and, and it's always an incredible time to be had. So <clears throat> one of the places I wanted to go to, um, for quite a while now, and I've been to Vegas a couple of times since, and I just never, never did it. Cause the last couple of times I went down there, I did not have a rental car this time had a rental car. And at this point I had my second rental car <laughs> and I went to torpedo comics. I don't know if I've mentioned this before, but torpedo comics, uh, is a comic book shop and it's super cool because it is owned and I believe managed by, I know it's definitely owned by, and, uh, <clears throat> I believe it's managed by, by John Dalman, who you may be wondering, who is that? Who is that fine gentleman? Well, I'll tell you who he is. He's from a little band, a little rock band called system of a down. He's the drummer. If you're not familiar with those guys, I mean, they're over 40 million records sold worldwide. I think they're closer to 50 or 60 at this point. Um, Multi-platinum artists. And uh, yeah, so he worked in a comic shop. If I, if I remember the story correctly, he worked in a comic shop when he was younger and uh, he always wanted one. And as, as he got famous and he started banking some money from his uh, musical talents, he uh, decided to open up the shop. In fact, I think they've got three shops right now and they have some higher end. They specialize in higher end books. They've got some incredible statues and whatnot, but there's one of the locations is in Las Vegas. And if you're into comic books or statues or both, uh, you guys got to go there. It, it Just going in there and seeing the illustrations and, the original art, seeing the statues, the vintage comic book collection and everything. It's just mind blowing. They had the, they have this vault there, the Gotham city vault, which is awesome. That's where some of the big boy books are. You got bat. I saw Batman number one, which may not sound like it's just Batman. Well, there's Batman number ones that go for over a million dollars. In this case, it was a 0.5, but that point five, who knows how much it's 
it's worth a chunk of money. Um, X-Men number one, uh, the, the first red hood, uh, just so many Wolverine first Wolverines over and over and over. And I'm like, sound like this is just amazing because seeing these books in this condition in person. Now I've seen them several times in many other things on the internet, like you and, and many other people. But when you're standing there in person, it's, it's almost fucking, it's just weird because you're like, this book is 50 something years old. It's in this condition. You know, this book sells between, you know, 50,000, $100,000. And there it is in front of me or 150,000, $200,000. There it is in front of me or whatever it is. It's fucking mind blowing. Uh, he also, the owner also had his drum set. Oh, dude, it was fucking decked, man. This, the art on it and everything was sitting up on a shelf with some statues just fucking amazing. So anyways, that was one of the, one of the uh, visits off the beaten path that we uh, got to do. Super cool. I tried to buy some stuff. <laughs> it was funny. Um, I tried to buy something cause I'm like, fuck, I'm here. I got, I felt obligated to buy some of that. I don't know if you've ever felt that way. You might have, I would imagine that other people feel this way. Like have you ever gone somewhere or wanted to go somewhere, especially on a vacation or a visit and you're like, I got to fucking buy some, a t-shirt, a fucking bobblehead, blah, 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 something. I've got to buy it just to uh, solidify that. Yes, I made it. Um, so I tried, right? And so there were some books on the wall um, with no prices or anything on them. So I was like, hey, you know, how, how much is this book? Oh, it's the owners. He has people come in that do uh, illustrations on these books, in which I'll talk. I'll, I'll explain that in a different episode at some point. So I'm like, fuck, okay. Go back, ask about another book. Uh, no, not that one. That's the owners too. I'm like, God damn. Okay. What about this? What about that? You know? And then I went back and forth and then ended up getting a work call. Uh, and, uh, so that kind of wrapped it up and then I had to take another work call and then, uh, it was fine. Like, all right, thank you guys. And I took some photos and off I went super cool. Um, very happy. I, I finally made it out there, but unfortunately I didn't buy anything. <laughs> I didn't fucking buy a thing, which was, which was goofy. Um, another goofy thing was this. So, um, if you're, if you're not familiar with the strip or the strip, the, uh, Las Vegas, a lot of people hang out on the strip. Uh, I've spent many visits on the strip and, uh, you know, doing, doing my thing on the strip. Um, if you haven't been to Fremont, Fremont's a cool experience. So I hadn't been to Fremont in quite a while. Uh, the last time I went to Fremont, it was just highly enjoyable and they have nickel slots. Well, this time we showed up down there filled full of excitement. You have to park fucking three blocks away. A bunch of shit's happening down there. All this we get on there. We went hunting, hunting for nickel slot machines. And if you guys haven't played slot machines um, or nickel slot or quarter or dollar slot, uh, it's a coin operated machine. Unlike the, all of the machines on the strip, they're all digital. So, you know, you go get cash, you put the cash in and then you get a receipt, a slip still makes noises and stuff. It's just not, it's just not the same as like an old coin based machine. I don't know. It's just a little bit more clunky. Um, definitely a lot more exciting as all those coins hit the fucking hit the, hit the metal basket. So anyways, we went searching, we're going into place after place after place, asking people, Hey, where the fuck are these machines? Because, we played on several of those machines many years ago. And so long story short, we get, I finally get directions. We know that El Cortez, I think is the name of the place. 
They have it. It's a few blocks that way. Okay, fuck it. Let's go. Go into there. They have like two banks, two, like six rolls, six rounds of fucking coin machines. So we get on to, we get on to those and, you know, I think they're like a dollar machine. I'm pretty sure that's what they were. Yeah, that is. It's what it had to have been. I think it's a dollar machine or 50 cent machine or 25. I can't remember the denomination of it. Anyways, you put your money in, you put your cash in, and then you get these fake fucking dollars. They're, they're coins. At some point they were silver dollars, but these, I, they were not silver dollars. They were some fucking weird looking coin. Anyway, so we're in there and I'm fucking playing and it was like, all right, well, let's, you know, let's wrap this thing up and go. Cause this, this is it. There's, there's nothing more. It wasn't what it once was. Uh, the excitement has now been reduced to six machines as opposed to a full little mini casino full of machines. So <clears throat> we're wrapping up. I fucking hit on this machine. I hit a couple times. Bam, bam, bam. Nothing big, nothing big, nothing big. Bam, I hit one. And it was like, uh, I, I can't remember what the denominator or what the uh, sequence was, but the sequence was not on the display. And these older machines, you got a piece of paper. You don't have a digital explanation of rules and all of that. So I know I hit something because it started dispensing. It dispensed like $78. And then the light went off and it keeps saying $3,300. I'm like, I hit 3300 fucking dollars? Holy shit, yeah. So 30 minutes goes by. I'm talking to people. They're supposed to come over and check my machine. That 3300 was a fucking code error because the machine ran out of money. I want 100 bucks, <laughs> which, A, I'm not complaining about winning 100 bucks. But for 25, 30 minutes, I thought I fucking won $3,300, <laughs> which I didn't. I did, I did have some really nice wins on the strip. Well, I say really nice, decent wins on the strip. Nothing crazy. Um, nonetheless, an incredible, an incredible time getting out, you know, enjoying, enjoying some of it. Um, there is so many fucking people I could sit here for an hour complaining about some of the shit that I saw, some of the wild stuff that I saw down there. As far as the no mask, the mask, people fucking just doing weird shit and, and everything in between. It was very nice to get out. Very nice to go eat some good food. And, uh, you know, the kids were at home. They were fine. Um, but, man, I <clears throat> can't wait to get get out again. Highly enjoyable time. Um, hopefully, we'll plan something, you know, for next spring. Probably not Vegas. Probably somewhere else. But one of the things when I was coming back, I did. Oh, excuse me. Get to catch up on a show that I've been meaning to watch for a while. In fact, I've got some of the comic books. And that's MFKR, um, which was an animation that came out 2017. I am three quarters of the way through it. I was watching some other shit and then ended up watching that. What an amazing fucking show. The animation, the, the, the whole thing, it was like, oh, my God, this was so much better than I thought it was going to be. So I got to I, I got to wrap that up. Anyways, we may get back home, hang out with the kids. I had a bunch of work shit I had to catch up on, which was cool. Um, again, just, uh, you know, I've been home, a, what, fuck, five days, six days, five days, like Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. So Sunday is four days now. <clears throat> I'm recording this Sunday night. So if you listen to this Monday day of release, four days now, 
recovered, not really, <laughs> because it was just get home Wednesday night, um, get home, unpack all that stuff. Shit. Thursday got up early, had a bunch of work shit to catch up on for the better part of the morning. And then, uh, I had to catch up on a bunch of shit around the house. And then Friday I had a ton of running around to do stuff to catch up on there. More shit at the house. Saturday, again, I had just more and more. And Sunday, Sunday, Halloween, um, I had some exam stuff and modules and shit to do. But what an incredible fucking week. Super busy, but I'm feeling pretty damn good. I'm feeling rejuvenated to some degree. Um, Super glad that the wife and I got to get out. And uh, just kind of, you know, happy, reflecting a little bit like, fuck, man, I got to get out more <laughs> in one hand. And in the other hand, obviously, uh, considering the the COVID situation at what level, at what location and all of that, that's that's kind of a hard decision. And, and then, of course, determining what kind of happens over the next several months. But. You know, some, something, you know, I've got a lot of work to do here at the house and uh, a lot of a lot of projects going on. But I, I am feeling pretty good at the moment and I'm hoping to keep that uh, momentum going into at least November, December, January. Um, a lot of fun and exciting projects for, you know, Culture Jack podcast, uh, some work stuff, uh, my some of my other endeavors I've got going on. I've got some cool podcast ideas that I I've been building on lists for, for the last couple of weeks. One of the things I've been trying to work on is to capture the ideas and, and, and throw them into my notes and do this and that. So I can obviously talk, (laughs) remember to talk about them in future episodes. So I'm pretty excited there. Uh, We've got a lot of, a lot of great movies coming out this fall too, man. I, I know I've mentioned this several times. I mean, Eternals is later this week. We've got new season of Yellowstone coming. We've got Hawkeye rolling. Well, Spider-Man's coming soon. Um, and a ton of other uh, other movies coming out. we got Halo Infinite coming the uh, beginning of December. Uh, you know, entertainment-wise, I'm feeling fucking pretty, pretty excited. Uh, the projects and personal shit, I just got to keep the, keep the ball rolling here. I've got a lot of uh, personal goals. Um, to include, you know, getting back into, I, I got to fucking focus back on, back on the, uh, the, the gym and getting on the treadmill and all of that stuff. I have to do that. That's a, that's a thing. I, I really noticed, uh, not being in the shape that I generally like to hold <laughs> while in Vegas, it fucking kicked my ass and, uh, it's time to, time to ratchet it up a couple notches here and, uh, keep going guys. I mean, that, that's where I'm at. Uh, I, I always feel like whenever I go to somewhere um, on vacation, I come back and I always have this like moment of self-reflection on like, fuck, dude, your knee was hurting because of this. Your foot was hurting because of that. <laughs> or, you know, you should really think about this, that or the other. And maybe that's just me, but it's just one of those things I do because, I, you know, I'm away from my house for a couple of days, especially since COVID's been here where I've been fucking stuck at home more than I've ever been in probably my whole life, you know, the last 18 months to two years, I've never been consecutively home for the amount of time that I have been, which is, well, hey, it's fine. 
Um, I'm not bitching about it. I'm just stating a fact that it's uh, it's definitely a different world than what I've been accustomed to <laughs> in the past and probably what a lot of you guys have been, depending on you know what, what you've got going on in your life. But nonetheless, um, yeah, a lot of positive, a lot of good things going on, um, a lot of excitement. You know, I'm trying to build, keep, keep the excitement up for future podcasts, for some of the stuff I've got going on on some of my other channels and some of the other content there. Um, some exciting stuff to do with the kids and the, and the wife going into this fall and, and everything in between. So that's kind of where I'm at, guys. I think that wraps the, that wraps it up. The Viva Los Ketchup episode <laughs> here on the Culture Jacked. Yeah, uh, again, I've got a ton of really fun and exciting stuff I wanted to I, I want to dive into in these next couple of weeks with you guys. But coming into Halloween weekend in in into November here, I thought, okay, let's do an episode the Weekend Wire. Let's let's do some Halloween shit. Let's let's talk some scary movies. Monday man, let's just, let's do a little bit of catch up, and then we've got a lot of really cool shows uh, coming up. You know, to include uh, Dustin is killing it on the uh, Thursday news, the Friday original content that he's putting together. A great lineup of OTE on this episode's coming for the next several weeks, if not months. Uh, and then Sunday's the weekend wire, and then Monday's Monday madness. So. Hell of a lineup for you guys. I mean, every single week we've been pumping out at least four episodes. Uh, recently, we're hitting five episodes again. And uh, yeah, I mean, you guys are getting some cool shit. You're getting an assortment of things. That's why I like to change it up. I know that's why Dustin likes to change it up. Um, we've got our staple shows Thursday and uh, Sunday. And then Friday and, and Monday, you get some original content. And then again, on the OTE, you'll get uh, kind of a recap on a movie or tv show that's current and uh yeah that's uh what's going on guys so again thank you so much for tuning in the culture jack podcast i'm anthony i'm your host today um stay tuned stick around for a while if you guys haven't hit that follow button hit it uh if you guys have been around for a while share the content please you know share it to someone that maybe uh wants to listen to or or is maybe new to podcasts or what have you um i'd like to think that through the years of us doing this that our content has gotten better our our uh, media our you know all angles of what we've been doing has gotten better and hopefully we're a treat to listen to i like to think that and if not oh well fuck it we're still good we're still doing the episode so that's what it is guys hey thank you again so much for listening to this episode of monday madness here on the culture jack podcast we'll catch up with you in the next episode 